wonderful recipes and also deals with our national obsession chai tea <laughs> so so <laughs> let's just let's start with um, how you thought of doing this book you know yeah um so you know like uh, before marriage uh, i only I, i only knew chai as the masala chai which we have in normal indian households Mm. And, uh, um after that um, um when i got married my my parents in law only like they were they are obsessed with darjeeling like okay. hardly an hour goes without a cup of tea in their hand <laughs> darjeeling in their hand so um, yeah. so i i also when i first sipped it i liked it a lot and mm. um, and also the you know the snacks which came with it like they like having cookies or of course with the uh, black tea you like some sweet snacks yes so, yeah my mom mom in law is also a good baker so she already uh, like always had some cookies or cakes so uh, yeah i like this whole ritual which they had like before married it was a chai ritual with some nimki or some namkeen or something like that and after marriage mm. suddenly changed to because i stayed with my parents in law after getting married okay so suddenly changed into tea with some cookies and cakes so it i loved it and um, then uh, when my mom in law started or like organized uh, tea parties for her friends i mm. was part of it and i wanted to participate because i um, i love cooking and i love baking always and so i helped her and uh, we did it and sometimes i did it on my own so you know there were many hits and many misses so uh, i always wanted to know more about tea and tt uh, tea and um, so it uh, actually i was also confused that what is the difference between ctc hmm. you know the mummy the granules which mummy used to make her chai and uh, these uh, wiry twisted leaves which ma uses to make okay. her tea so ah. yeah and fir uh, aise like you know when we talk like people were like no tea came from china some people were like no it is from india no it came So, you know these things i found myself interested in knowing uh, from where it came and uh, what is the difference and um, so after writing my first book mm. i and uh, um, i was uh, i mean little unoccupied okay so i thought i'll write uh, i'll start this book started with just as a tea and snack recipes which we loved to have because one of my momolo's favorite thing is to organize tea parties she always okay so we like we always like we have 
like trying lots of dishes with teas mm. okay okay various kinds of teas so my father in law travels a lot so wherever he goes like for example he travels to japan and china a lot mm. uh, so he always got good teas with himself um, on coming back and then uh, you know we organized parties and uh, uh, so uh, so there were many many recipes we tried so the book started its life the idea was just to write uh, the snacks which we love to have with tea and the snacks which i love to have uh, with my mom uh, the chai rest the chai snacks okay uh, but uh, i suddenly find myself ki uh, like uh, there should be something to write hmm. and i wanted to the parents to go right i didn't wanted no. uh, anything to become overwhelming and i didn't wanted anything to become overpowering like for example the taste of tea becomes overpowering or the taste mm-hmm. of uh, uh, snack becomes overpowering for the uh, for the uh, tea so mm-hmm. i also tried chocolate recipes which never worked well with tea and i used to try them because my husband loves chocolate cakes and everything so mm-hmm. it never went well with tea so uh, so i wanted the uh, Uh, the pairings to be complementing hmm so my husband suggested that if you're feeling this confused maybe you should do a course or something okay uh so we looked for a course first we <laughs> found a course in hong kong and china the sommelier course and hmm. then um uh you know i wanted to do it in india and so we looked hmm. for it and we finally found one in guwahati Uh, under international tea masters association there is a, a guwahati brokers association holds this course with under parag okay. barua he is mm. like, um a legend in the tea uh, industry mm. so i did the course i came to know a lot about tea through that course which i had no idea we visited to tea states and you know my passion started to grow um, like uh, i came became interesting that how it is processed i myself didn't know that it will become this bigger idea <laughs> so i uh, i just went for a course a small course to know a little bit more about tea and mm. yeah and those visits to tea states talking to people and uh, you know uh, seeing the tea plant tea bush myself and then um and then he told me about the indigenous teas which are grown in by the tribal people you know um mm. uh, dwelling in the foothills of the himalayas yeah so um i couldn't stop myself from uh, visiting those areas mm. and i also discovered that i had read it in books uh, that mm. uh, tea was uh, tea was uh, growing in india since you know since time since forever yeah and it was just discovered by a britishers actually as scott man um yeah but uh, so it was growing there and uh, the ethnic minorities dwelling in the forest of uh, northeast uh, mm. are drinking teas since forever yeah so i had read it but uh, uh, after meeting uh, parag hatu hati barua when he you know he told me many stories of his visits to all these places and um, then uh, um, 
then i couldn't stop myself from visiting uh, those places so instead of you know coming back home i continued from uh, guwahati to arunachal pradesh and then to upper assam uh, to see the making of halap and mm. arunachal pradesh they may they have a very uh, unique style of rolling the tea yes i have mentioned that in uh, chapter alisang they call it yes yeah so that th- those were you know a very beautiful uh, experiences to know something because um, uh, we we know that uh, tea from china are like really they make it something mystical like mis- very uh, some spiritual experiences through <laughs> they market it that way and uh, we uh, they are good teas no doubt yeah yeah to know that that something uh, like that is being done in india also because forget uh, machinery and all these guys are still making it through hands and through yes and feet <laughs> feet and that's what uh, everyone is looking for these days right like artisan yeah. and organic and organic <laughs> like this thing is being like the tree the leaves are grown inside a jungle still inside that you know without any can forget the chemical not even pollution from the uh, from the vehicles so yeah it's a really really great so those are really great experiences and i have mentioned those uh, in my book uh, so yeah book from just being a snack book became a travel log uh because after this uh, course i discovered that there is so much about tea so mm. arunachal pradesh and uh, and phalap uh, is also just like puer you know puer is like 50000 uh, rupees a small 100 grams or something like that you know mm. very exotic and very very uh, expensive but uh, similar to than people buy that and similar to that uh, we have halap being mm. crafted in assam and it's such a nice tea and smoky and uh, earthy taste and you know very beautiful to look at also with its orange undertones Uh, so um, after this, uh, after seeing the handcrafting of Palap, I also went to Darjeeling because you yeah. know Darjeeling is the most shining jewel yeah. in the world's tea crown. And to be honest, there is nothing like Darjeeling. Mm. Floral flavors and the uh, beautiful, beautiful. You know the smoky undertones and the carom, like the flush with the as the flush changes. the uh, taste also brings a lot of change in the taste like a second flush tea you'll find a little bit caramelized and i love that i really <laughs> love that so mm. yeah uh, so and uh, then there is munnar if you yes. visit to munnar it's completely different story in mm. one like um so what happens is that uh that in munnar the still it's mountain hmm. due to the two uh two monsoons which they get the lower area uh which is uh, uh, suitable for malting but is still at altitude hmm. so those teas are mellowed down they ha- still have the robust like strong flavors yeah so it can wake you up the woodiness they have you know and everything 
but they're self-drinking. You do not necessarily need to add milk and sugar to those. Like Assam teas need milk and sugar. Mm. Uh, the Munnar tea is a beautiful black tea from the uh, lower altitude I'm talking like uh, from the high altitude of the tea state you get the floral flavors just like Darjeeling and it's beautiful uh, mm. you know, but Munnar teas has I don't know how maybe it's the topography and it's the uh, you know like lots of flora outside like uh, uh, which is uh, uh, around the tea states, but they have a mm. uh, dominating flavor of uh, tulsi, you know, basil. Ah, uh, yes, some, yes, you mentioned that. Yeah, some dominating flavor of basil. It's highly refreshing. Mm. So, yeah, so this all through my travels I learned, which I didn't know earlier. And yeah. uh, so this is how the book uh, became what it is at the moment. Okay. So, I mean, while I was reading, now while you were telling me this, yeah. you know, I, when I read the book, I thought, oh, maybe, you know, there was a set plan and she decided, let's go to all these tea growing areas and write this. But clearly it was, even the writing of the book was organic, <laughs> you know. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Each thing seems to have grown from uh, a previous, uh, you know, move, right? Yeah. I mean, so, kind of like uh, one step, then uh, second step, then third step, it kind of, you know, build, start, uh, keep getting on built up, like, you know, keep getting. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You know, I was wondering when you mentioned that, you know, your husband likes chocolate and that doesn't go with tea. Yeah. Then it reminded me, like, you know, in Bangladesh and Dhaka, I remember, you know, they have these tea stalls, even their teas are very interesting. Yeah. Very strong, but but also good. So they outside that Dhaka University, yeah. there's there are these tea shops yeah. where they sell varieties of tea, as in like flavors. Like there's and they even have chocolate tea, which was pretty good. So I was wondering, you know, but uh, clearly that sort of tea hasn't caught up with us. Maybe yeah. Bangladeshis yeah. like it. But, uh, there is a flush called monsoon flush. Huh. Uh, in the monsoon flush, what happens is uh, the uh, there is so much of humidity that uh, without the flavor getting developed, the leaf matures. Huh. So when the leaf is maturing and uh, you are getting so much of uh, like productivity, so much of leaf is coming into the factory that uh, the and the flavor is less. So it is mostly blended with the other flavors. Monsoon flush called blended flush also hmm. so, okay yeah so they blend it with uh other flavors so these days people are like just blending it with they people are just really getting creative they're blending yeah. with a lot of whatever they fancy so, yeah yeah so whenever you get like a, a blender a blend a blend instead of a pure tea just know that it's a monsoon flush and it is like people are just getting creative with it so they can do whatever okay. they want like okay so, so that's the secret behind those chocolate teas and mango teas yeah. and all that it's not much flavor in fact yeah. uh, most of the monsoon flushes end up being discarded they, they cannot use it yeah Oh, yeah. Okay. But I mean, maybe if this catches on, then even more, they might introduce this sort of thing as well, I suppose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so you know and also what i uh, like I, while i was reading the book you know mm-hmm. it's clear that you like put in a lot of uh, 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 you know effort in pairing certain dishes with with certain teas and that seemed like very complicated to me you know in this i mean you no know, meaning not complicated in the sense that like a lot of effort went into that i thought yeah so talk about that you know yeah um uh, so the basic thing which um, they taught me during my sommelier course also hmm. was like uh, sometimes you mirror the flavor and sometimes hmm. you contrast it uh by saying mirroring the flavor what i mean is that uh, you pair bold with the bold mm. and light with the light uh for example darjeeling is a very subtle floral flavor it mm. um it depends on which flush actually but uh, mostly it has to be paired with very subtle and sweet uh snacks which do not overpower its taste because you want to have that feel of darjeeling in your mouth you know all around mm. you, all around mm. you. you really that's why darjeeling that's why you drink like darjeeling and that's why darjeeling uh, finest of darjeeling is so expensive also very expensive mm. uh so you really don't want to uh, go it all i mean you do really don't want to waste all that flavor just with the heavy snack so yeah. that's what i focused on uh so all the uh, all the snacks mentioned in the darjeeling chapter they are subtle and uh, uh, subtle and uh, not light snacks okay and uh, since assam is a, a bold tea a robust flavor you know it uh, so uh, all the snacks mentioned in the uh, assam chapter are kind of bold too and okay uh, so with the chai it is different uh, the snacks mostly it stems from my memory what we used to have with the chai and i remember everything went well so huh. so those do from even from there whatever was my favorite i have uh, mentioned those snacks and uh, uh it assam orthodox which a uh, which is a kind of a, a strong tea strong black tea that's what mm. they drink in uh, assam and arunachal pradesh they don't uh, drink they don't mix milk and sugar in their drink okay uh, so uh, i have given uh, i mean different kind of snacks with the assam orthodox mm. the still uh, strong snacks with the strong flavor but uh, sweet mostly okay. uh, sweet and uh, assam orthodox is also used used to make a few uh, two of the most famous blends in the world uh, earl grey and uh, english breakfast hmm. so you know people over the year have uh, become used to eating certain snacks with assam with like earl grey and english breakfast they imagine that okay uh, that uh, you with earl grey you know the tradition of afternoon tea and all that yes yes so they are all very good traditions so uh, i've given recipes if anybody wants to hold a afternoon tea party at their home they mm. prefer to the uh, menu in the earl grey 
and maybe few recipes from the english breakfast they can have that and have a nice tea party yes uh, so yeah so basic thought process is like mirroring the flavor and okay. not contrast because contrasting will uh, kind of can ruin the flavor when it comes to tea it can work very well uh, like with masala chai it works yes yeah. yes it with masala chai it works because the liquor is very strong in the new ah. ctc hmm and when we are using the pure tea for example even pure black assam tea uh hmm. pure darjeeling tea and all always the mirroring the flavor goes so there i have paired bold with bold and okay. with subtle and and uh, in the masala chai i have contrasted so pair, like masala chai is sweet so i have given the savory snacks hmm that's how okay Uh, so all the recipes are like all are like from it's not just one time i have tried like we have been drinking and then we have been trying it since a long time like all our lives so mm. it is yeah so all the uh, recipes are very complimentary okay yeah. okay what i found interesting about the book was also you know like uh, things about you know the sing the sing sing pose is that how you pronounce it the tribe you know yeah yeah and and these nuggets of information you know we are indians but we still we don't we don't know about this at all and the fact that these korean tourists knew about yeah. this um, you know, yeah um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so they come you know? a lot uh, to learn tea the koreans yeah the koreans and it's surprising i mean i was also like surprised that what's going on and uh, they were everywhere all over the um, all over the margarita village oh yeah and, and they were all there for tea they are I mean. they were all there for tea <laughs> <laughs> wow this is nice for lot you know uh, and then you go there um and uh, you will see that uh, uh, like one wall is full with the, the newspaper cuttings from canada like they are published in canada in a newspaper oh. yeah and uh, then there is like uh, photographs with like um, korean people and then presenting it to big shots and uh, um, uh, like you know a um, lot of newspaper cuttings and you will see wow so many things have already happened and we were we were unaware of such a treasure trove existing right next to us yes yeah. now i want to you know i want to have, you know after reading your book i want to like taste this uh this tea from uh, you know from this that the singfo's yeah. the phalap phalap and also this um, arunachali tea that you've mentioned yeah which they uh, roll with their feet what was that called alesam yeah alesam yes yeah so talk about uh, you know talk, talk about yeah. both these things let's start with the phalap you know yeah. and why it's special so a uh, phalap was the first ever uh, made like handcrafted tea Hmm. Uh, and uh, it was it, it is phalap which was discovered by robert bruce the man who discovered the uh, tea in india hmm hmm so uh, and uh, uh, you know the it, it is uh, 
have completely artisan tea and they still make it with the tea leaves growing in the jungle they go to jungle and then they bring it although many people have because of these korean and the international interest mm. they started growing it in their uh, garden like small gardens and then they just uh, pick the leaves and then they uh, to show people they make it but okay. basically to make their own tea uh, they go to jungle and uh, they pick the leaves from the jungle from the uh, trees the, which are like 200 years 300 years old now oh. yeah. <laughs> and uh, 200 300 year old trees how tall are they they are like 8 feet tall okay yeah like oh. yeah <laughs> decent size trees whereas the ones oh, you mentioned in arunachal <laughs> you said the they were even taller right yes yes 25 feet the arunachal pradesh one were like really they they were never uh, like they 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 are very very old the arunachal pradesh one uh, they like uh, according to them it is like more than 600 700 years old oh yeah my goodness one never thought of tea as being a tree like that yeah you know? uh, they're just tea we are, we always go to and we see the tabletop bushes of the tea state and we think that okay this is the uh, tea bush and that this is it but no like uh, the, yeah of course i mean the, those tea trees they were growing in the jungle uh, since forever and like i said that the, the ethnic minorities dwelling in this uh, um uh, regions like remote regions of northeast Uh, they are making the teas since forever so they, the tea has been part of their a very very important part of their lifestyle so hmm. yeah since always always they can't remember like their like they like the pavitra ningda the told me how to make halap he told me that he remembers that he used to you know get on with the elephant and go to the jungle to pluck the tea leaves wow with his grandfather uh, and uh, and that time actually his great grandfather was also alive so he remembers him so <laughs> yeah going to the jungle and uh, plucking the tea leaves wow i love it yeah because it is the first for me it is a special uh, because it has such beautiful smoky taste Hmm. also because uh, the way it is made like uh, you know it is uh, no machines nothing it is just hmm. on the wok and then uh, just uh, stuffed in a bamboo and then kept on top of uh, uh, on top of the they call it jui hall which is um, kind of a wooden platform hanging on top hmm. of kulha so okay. so that it can you know it can stay uh, warm and uh, which uh, kind of keeps it a uh, safe hmm. Hmm. yeah so then you also mentioned that because it's above the chula it kind of gets the smoky flavor also yeah. right yeah okay yeah. you know now uh, i mean of course the uh, the world um, you know demand so much tea that it's made on industrial proportions but you also mentioned in the book that going forward these artisanal teas are what will uh, capture everybody right i think yes yeah because you know every uh, like what bread you buy like you want you don't want to just go and buy like uh, that paper plastic bread which you used to buy when we were like kids like i have mm. uh, like 
everybody wants to go to have their bakeries and they go and they buy the uh, the artisan breads from those bakeries so yes they do people like everybody is also becoming uh, like uh, rich to be honest yeah. yeah yeah financial issues are kind of wearing down and people have money so uh so i think they would they would prefer their uh, uh whatever they are buying to have certain kind of quality hmm. uh, so that's what i think like uh, going forward uh, um, going forward maybe like uh, people will want more organic tea and hmm. handcrafted more personalized so these uh, alesang and phalap uh, are uh, suffices in those fits in those criteria so that hmm. so i was wondering you know hmm. when i was reading the bit about the aruch uh, in arunachal and uh, the the alesang you know you're drinking it in a bamboo cup so does the flavor of the bamboo also add to it you think a little Ah, uh, <laughs> the tea, uh, tea. You can taste the tea like more. Ah, yeah. So, but that must also be giving it a certain sort of nice flavor, no? Yeah. Very mm. like very uh, like herbal kind of undertone. You know, just imagine a herbal undertone. Yeah, yeah. Quite. Uh, it's quite exotic. <laughs> <laughs> so you know and. I I was also very interested you know that this your best friend you you've uh, mentioned her a couple of times in the book and she's given a recipe which is a really nice recipe where is she from I think uh, Hanin yeah she's from Lebanon actually oh yeah. so that's a Lebanese what is it busaba or something babusa yeah, yeah what is it called what is it called basbusa basbusa yeah. okay so uh, you know I mean that is a great recipe and I thought it was very different. Yeah. So talk about that and uh, you know pairing it with the tea and you know coming yeah. to that. So me and Hanin um we both actually were just walking on the beach one day we met each other we and we were actually walking on the beach uh, mm. and then we came to the cafe the cafe on the beach we sat down on our tables we ordered mm. our drinks and then we both Uh, took out a, uh, a box from our bags and we are we are like facing each other so we know that this is what going on and then we both had uh, and there were cake in it you know okay. in the boxes and then we both like uh, laughed a, a little bit and then we both started talking like uh, she come came over to my table and then we started talking and then uh you know she she also loved baking and i also loved baking this is i'm talking like 6 7 years back this is how okay. we came friends and But where was this where was this in muskit where i live okay okay yeah. okay so, so so you know since 2014 i'm uh, living in muskit and before that i was in bombay hmm uh, so, so yeah so then uh, i mean so then this re- exchange of recipes also is- Yeah, since then either she's at my home baking something or i'm at her place baking something so like cooking something <laughs> yeah so yeah and um, it it's like a few years like three years back before uh, the covid happened she moved to qatar she had to move to qatar because her husband uh, moved to qatar 
so mm-hmm. yeah since then um, i miss her a lot but before mm-hmm. that uh, it was uh, uh, i mean we were like cooking baking and creating memories beautiful memories all the time especially around tea mm. so yeah lots of dances mm. lots of uh, parties like she baked something so she'll call me and she'll say okay i'll keep the tea ready you be here because I'm, i bake this and you know a lot of uh, middle eastern baking she did like tahini cake and all i have not mentioned that tahini cake because uh, i i mean um, you know i am keeping it for the next book <laughs> what is it on middle eastern foods um we don't reveal <laughs> i won't press you because i i also want to get surprised <laughs> will be like on my uh, on the details of my like daily food habits okay yeah. okay okay you know another thing i loved about this book is that it's almost like you know if if one was to follow this book you can just go to all the places mentioned in the book and you know yeah. try stuff like the food yeah. section also and the teas yeah. as well it's like it's like a guided tour of and you've in- given credit to like street food places which yeah. normally a lot of people ignore you know yeah they are such a big part of our uh, i mean yeah food imagination so talk about that <laughs> so um so the chai street food is uh, you know bhopal i mm. i did my college there uh, so you know when you're in college you only live on chai and the snacks yeah. that come with it Hmm. only lemon chai so um our sort of adda was 10 number and uh-huh. this uh, i have mentioned him this uh, guy called cycle soup wala and uh, yes. uh, even in those 3 years when i was in first year of my college he hmm. had a very small uh, tapri kind of setup you know hmm. tapri, a very informal kiosk uh, you know yeah 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 hmm. in bhopal in mp we call it tapri ha huh. so uh, we were in that tapri tapri like before breakfast early in the morning uh, like after ca- coming back from college we were in uh, that tapri like it was near my hostel so hmm. I, yeah so he made these delicious uh, uh, you know rolls paneer rolls Mm. and uh, uh, he made the he made actually made the he used the tandoor to smoke the paneer yeah uh, and uh, he also made the those uh, rumali roti on top of on top of tandoor for the wraps you know uh, mm. so yeah so that this and then within those th- by the time we finished the college the cycle soup wala had a proper restaurant like you know wow yeah. he and he opened branches in many wow. and bhopal is not a very big city if you want to go to some place just to eat you can travel uh, you don't mind travel like driving for 50 you can reach a big distance in like 15 20 minutes it's okay yeah, it's not a big deal for bhopali yeah. huh. 
but still he opened branches all over the bhopal and he had now he had this uh, restaurant he by the third year of our college and we were addicted to his food he he had very nice he apart from uh, i have just mentioned uh, this rap uh, but mm. from cycle soup wala but he also had amazing pav bhaji oh yeah really amazing and uh, as good as juhu beach pav bhaji yeah <laughs> actually in bombay there are like many legendary uh, pav bhaji wala so, yes so uh, there was i shifted to bombay after completing my college uh, in bhopal and ha. i was in bhopal i was doing economics honors yes and then in bombay i did um, masters in economics in mumbai university Oh okay yeah so uh then i so i know bombay only through food okay all my friends wish they showed me so there is this amazing pav bhaji wala in bombay in dadar it was really so in bombay is like full of legendary pav bhaji walas honestly everyone has their own favorites yes that's true and i that's true to food i also worked uh, uh, with an insurance company as a um, you know analyst hmm. <laughs> financial analyst and then but uh, uh, i got married within that one year yeah and uh, uh, then you know i was not happy doing what i was doing of of, of course and uh, then my husband said that okay why not pursue this and i was cooking all the time Okay. Okay. It was my only like safe place, you know. You want to mm-hmm. get into the kitchen. So, uh, yeah. So one day I quit and and I pursued this. And oh. then one day I went to Italy to do a course, culinary course, and then I worked in Grand Hyatt uh, for culinary training. Hmm. And then uh, then we shifted to Muscat, and then I did the book, first book, and then the second book. So I'm just only telling you because I don't want people to think, okay, how from economics and then this. And so no, no, but it's such an amazing journey that you know you you do the conventional route of like you know doing uh, economics. I wanted to do the hotel management, and all the ladies in my family tried to convince my father that please, please let her do this because you know I used to come up with the recipes which everyone loved. Like there was the kathal uh. to. लाइक गर्मी में जब कटल आता है तो लॉटेशन little mm. for gravy so everyone mm. loved it and i used to come up with these good and everyone loved my food all my cousins and everyone you know they were like oh, she will prepare it and we will eat it let her prepare it uh, so my all the ladies knew that she has a, a great and a great passion for cooking but papa was like uh, this she can pursue any time letter mm. something uh, you know <laughs> which he <laughs> is better for me so, uh, so i did this economics and then kunal thought like my husband said that oh, do this what you like this you're more happy here just pursue this 
so eventually you found your way yeah, to what what yeah yeah so okay. yeah so we were talking about these street food uh yeah 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 so the yeah uh, this um, bhopal uh, cycle soup wala has uh, played a big role in my life honestly because oh. constantly like and uh, uh, kind of uh, satisfyingly and uh, soulfully fulfilled by his food he he prepared mm. for all our college life and mm. uh, also next to cycle soup wala there is a very uh, not very big but a small cafe called bacon shake okay uh, they prepared this awesome chicken kaathi roll that was the first time actually actually you go to bhopal make yeah. sure you don't miss on kaathi roll okay <laughs> amazing they master in kaathi rolls i don't know how actually i don't know how but lot of our food is influenced from kolkata food because we also have uh, chicken rizala rizala is they call it it's bhopali chicken rizala they call it that authentically bhopali ha yeah. and if you go to kolkata they will say that it's from kolkata rizala is from <laughs> kolkata okay thankfully thankfully it uh, like uh, what whosoever it belongs to it has no effect on taste right it will <laughs> that's true <laughs> the, the recipes have been like passed along so much that it really you cannot um, put a pin on it that who made the first rizala yes uh, so and anyways bhopal rizala is completely based on coriander based gravy because we have fresh coriander growing everywhere in bhopal okay uh, and uh, that kolkata rizala is sweetish and it is based on onion gravy so okay. yeah but uh, mostly so, yeah and the kaathi rolls also they say is from kolkata but bhopal makes this amazing kaathi roll really and i have been to kolkata and eaten a lot of food but i must say this that uh, bhopal's kaathi roll is much much better <laughs> and on you will have all the bengalis hating you now <laughs> i know i know but kolkata has so so many good things you know that's true that's true they have vegetable chop and then that's amazing and they have this nice uh, egg roll and yeah yeah beautiful egg roll and uh, the fluffy ro- egg roll. i love those rolls and uh, they have they you know they have so many fish preparations which are the best in the world so yeah. Yeah, kolkata already is full of culinary delights yes their gugni is also great yeah their gugni is great yes hmm. okay. you know i also laughed when we when you said this about <laughs> about kayani bakery in pune not giving you the recipe oh, yeah. for shrimp what did you do did you try to get it out of them i spoke like like i visited them three four times in uh, in hope to meet like koi koi to mil jayega this recipe mil jayegi but you know but uh, uh, none of them they were like heavily guarding the recipe <laughs> they were all talking nicely nicely okay yeah 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 we love chai and we love to eat this we love to eat that yes yes, yes we love bombay we love pune and then you talk about the recipe and there is silence <laughs> you know like I don't know you anymore yeah so so this shrewsbury but but the shrewsbury recipe that you said yeah. is completely by taste yeah. you, you, 
So that's nice. I mean, and since you've studied, uh, you know, food, uh, so yeah. you must be close to. Actually, we did a a, a small biscuit in uh, Italy. Huh. It's not. It's it is kind of inspired from that. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Not completely. So. Okay. Yeah. So, but 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 it's close. The one that you've you've done, like just on a taste yeah. uh, instinct, is uh, close to the Shrewsbury yeah. in Kayani, is it? It is very very close to the Shrewsbury in Kayani. Yes. Okay, great. Almost great. Yeah, <laughs> I will say it. <laughs> so uh, you know, I what I also found some of the. Some of the st- uh, some of the snacks are difficult to make, but not very difficult. Okay. But some of them are like really easy, and you know, I mean, they're full of like um, uh, caramelized makna and all. It's like a five minute job, and yet you know, it's I'm sure it's very uh, filling. Yeah. So talk about that, the thought behind these recipes, also how you you know the ease level of the. You know. Well, um, so see, there are days when you like. want the quick 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 fixes right yeah. uh, so and uh, uh, chai we drink so many times in the day that mostly you want quick fixes and something that you can store yeah uh, so there are um, like there are biscuits there are munkies and cakes and cookies and uh, uh, so many other things you know which can, like sandwiches and all you can make hala yeah. and then at least for one or two day you can enjoy it yes uh, so most of the recipes are based which can be stored and then uh, there are days like weekend when you want yeah. more time for cooking yeah and uh, you want to spend some time in the kitchen like you know kind of uh, um, just cooking like mindless chopping and mindless stuffing and all enjoy yourself yeah, doing enjoy it enjoy yourself so few recipes i um, which one do you find the long ones you know, like the cakes some of the cakes like the yeah. would need a little more effort whereas some of the like the, you know so, uh, cheese and garlic thing yeah. and all are easy you know Yeah, yeah. So those cakes, you know, nothing like uh, on weekend or on a holiday when you uh, get into the kitchen and just uh, make the cake and the you know the uh, aroma of the cake just uh, spreading through the house and everyone is in the house. Yeah. Everyone will love it, and then they just, just rush to the dining table, and then you can just keep <laughs> prepare the tea, yeah. and every you can have your own nice little tea time. Uh, so yeah. yeah so. Uh, lots of recipes are easy which can be done on a daily basis even on a work day when you're busy yes. you have time you can just quickly do it and yeah. some and most of them can be stored so that you can uh, enjoy them for like coming one or two days and mm. then there are few which can you know help you enjoy your time in the kitchen so mm-hmm. help you enjoy the time uh, on the like dining table with your family because not yeah. like that also so yeah so that's the thing mm. that's the focus like okay the on holidays you can have the pleasures of the kitchen mm. you know and also there's some uh, surprising things like when you're talking about this uh, tea taster saying the art of tea tasting demands a restrained lifestyle uh-huh. i think it's amazing <laughs> that i was i think you know i uh 
I was kind of surprised by it too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the mystery. Yes. Saying that the he's a tea taster. I would never have thought this. You know, it's almost like uh, Sant Baba. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I also, um, kind of you know I was surprised by it. I was thinking, um, you know, when few singers you heard them saying, "Oh, we never eat ice cream," and few of them yeah. they will always say that. um oh we don't care we eat everything we like to hmm so it depends hmm. like uh, who do you believe more like who do you want to go so this guy, many i met who said oh we drink and smoke a lot it's um. not a problem but this guy he said that uh, so i kind of find, found like this is worth mentioning yeah it was very interesting insight yeah, yeah. i really think and uh, this guy he was really like oh no the tasting actually you know but raja banerji he also yeah. said that the, during the years he was taster he uh, he didn't uh, smoked or he didn't uh, drank any alcohol he stayed away from spices also so he was also of the same viewpoint that uh, we should have we have to have a restrained lifestyle when we are tasting the tea otherwise wow. to figure out the taste because they taste almost like five six batches a day yeah i yeah. i I've, i've seen these tea tasters at work it's like quite yeah. it's quite scary to see them like, tasting it and spitting it out i mean yeah. it's such labor yeah hard work yeah. and all with the palate right yeah uh, hard work but they just have to taste it like but yeah they have to figure it out that uh, what's missing and then they have to uh, Uh, I mean, inform the people who are making it, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it's complex. Is, yes, complex. Yes, uh, mm. spitting is very like you know. My teacher, he always made me spit, and I was like, "Why? Let me drink." He said, "Like by the end of the day, you will have such acidic stomach if you drink. <laughs> you won't be able. You will be vomiting all over the place. So don't. So that's a very hard thing to do. You're absolutely right. That's a very hard thing to do. That." they cannot drink it they have to spit it out and if they drink it they're done yeah because so yeah. Much, and tea at its purest form like uh, it's just fired and it's just served to them and it is like little not mellowed down because when uh, when it is kept for even one day or two day it is it sort of mellows down right the flavor mm. kind mm. of course and yeah so, yeah it's like that Well, it's it's nice to know that they have to um, be so you know restraining uh, lifestyle, restrained lifestyle for just to for us to have some nice cup of tea. Yeah, <laughs> I love this kesar and kishmish muffins also. It's such yeah. a lovely recipe. Yeah, my neighbor she lives right here in my compound. Oh, huh. I uh, she makes it. It's so nice and it's so different. I mean, yeah. this really this Irani touch. It's very nice. Yeah. Unexpected. So talk about this. You know, you know what I like about your book is that it's got desi stuff also, and it's got like you know this sort of international, uh, like a Western thing, and as well as Middle Eastern, and it brings it all together in a way that one can enjoy it. Fine. So talk about that. So um, so you know when I was right. 
are writing the book it's, i uh, i was looking for recipes i was talking about the book with everyone i met and uh, everywhere i thought i can find some recipes so i uh, my neighbor she is from iran and uh, mm. it's funny because when i lived in bombay i never met any irani <laughs> and uh, since i shifted to muscat i mean like ton of irani people like, everywhere they're they're there and their food is mm. super amazing you know mm. i never mm. eat the berry pulao in bombay but here i only eat is a resh pulao that berry pulao ha yeah. you haven't been to pune then no because pune has a sizable population so ah, okay only once i've been to pune just to actually twice i've been to pune once mm. visit the amritolya bakery and before that to meet some people i knew so yeah mm. so they 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 there are some iranian authentic restaurants there. i remember i don't know maybe they've shut down now i don't know yeah. but till uh, has a lot of irani places beautiful irani places and like kind of legendary but i mm. never go okay okay yeah, okay i never go but mm. here and i wanted to i just uh, couldn't find like it just didn't happen but here did mm-hmm. i meet ton of irani people like my neighbor two of my neighbors are from iran they are from uh, north northern part of iran shiraz and uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah uh, the other one is from isfahan okay yeah so, so, so their food i mean th- their food is also quite different no in this yeah, way it, it's first of all it's very mild very mild mm. there is no a question of a spice in it no question mm. the only mm. they know is saffron which is yes yeah so it's beautiful food beautiful space mostly based on fat okay and because kebabs and all like uh, kebab kubidiye and uh, juje kebab and all there was like brilliant kebabs you love them like my other neighbor apart from i her name is nusheen and and she's like aya is not a proper cook she just dabbles with it but machine uh, yeah. is a proper cook and like half of my weight i can you know just uh, is because of uh, uh, aya and nusheen because nusheen <laughs> keep, keeps on making uh, kebabs and she keeps on bringing uh, she, like she always brings it over and we eat it and uh, and we, you know, we just can't stop it after the first bite so we just mm. and uh, aya is like she bakes mostly because she doesn't like to cook so she bakes this uh, nice uh, saffron and uh, kishmish muffins actually mm. apricots but um, i added kishmish because i wish okay. more yeah and you've paired it with which which uh, with uh, english breakfast no assam orthodox yes. right yeah because uh, british Uh, okay. uh, the muffin and uh, uh, Assam Orthodox is uh, much robust in flavor. So, yeah. So that's how they go together. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. You know, Pallavi, I could like just talk continuously about this because you know, as I mean, like all of us have like love tea, and uh, I'm also like that. So, which is why I jumped on this book when I saw it. But we have to end the conversation because it go on forever. Yeah. But. Uh, But for the for the listeners, go out and get a sip in time. India's finest teas and tea time treats by Pallavi Nigam Sahai. It is a 
lovely book it's lovely to look at and it's got great recipes and it uh, also and you know pallavi is like you know you heard in our conversation her travels have been brought into it and she's sort of uh, told us a lot of things about tea in our own country which we don't know about so i thought it was a great discovery reading the book itself thank you so much pallavi for coming on the show anjula thank you so much for having me <laughs> bye bye see you This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.